I've been drinking for 25 years, guys. So I'm not coming out here and preaching for y'all to give up booze. It's really more just reconsidering why, how, and when you drink. Why are you drinking? How are you feeling when you're drinking? How are you using alcohol? When are you drinking, right? Are you trying to escape a feeling? Escape a feeling of anxiety or anger or frustration? Are you trying to shift into a better mood, right? Are you at a party and you're like, man, I just, I wish I was a little bit more talkative. I wish I was a little bit more fun. So I'm gonna drink more. You know what I mean? It might not be that you're avoiding or numbing a feeling, but it might be because you want to feel or behave in a different way. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Inside Out Wellness Podcast, where we firmly believe that health and wellness must be customized and personalized, uh, specifically to your personality and to your bio-individuality. So you can check back to recent podcast episodes about the Enneagram. Two different people are going to approach one health plan in two different ways. So we all think differently and have different motivations behind our behaviors, and also bio individuality, meaning that we all have different genetic makeups and digestive systems. So one person can eat or drink something perfectly fine, while the other person will have a terrible time with that. Um, And that also means that you're going to get different results. So that is what Inside Out Wellness is all about. Alrighty, and it's about feeling awesome. We've got one life to live and we want to live it to the fullest. So we're here to figure out which foods and drinks help and hurt our body and brain. I'm Katie Hardy. I am a certified executive wellness coach. So I specifically help uh, overachievers like executives and owners get lean and feel lit so they can fuel their passions, goals, professions, and their purposes. So here we go. A little bit of a controversial uh, yet trending topic topic right now, booze, all right? We're talking about the alcohol. We're specifically talking about how it destroys your work productivity. You can hop over to the blog at wholehearty.com to see the latest blog post here, but it really can destroy your life, folks. And what's interesting is I've been drinking for 25 years, all right? I pressed pause this year in 2023. I'm doing a booze-free 2023, uh, which started the day after Christmas. So Christmas of 2022 was my last day of drinking. Uh, So as of right now, it's been about 45 days, a little over six weeks, but it was towards that end of December that I thought, man, I think 25 years of drinking minus pregnancies is probably enough booze in my life, to be honest. And me personally, even just two glasses of wine or two drinks, whatever they were, uh, really made me feel like junk for several days. And then once my body was starting to metabolize and kind of coming back to balance after doing all that hard work to figure out what to do with that toxic poison in my body, it was then time for the next event to start drinking again. And again, wasn't a have. Uh, was not a heavy drinker. I would say it was two, three drinks maximum on uh, like two, three nights a week, four nights a week at the very maximum if we had plans a lot that week. So anywho, it was just an inefficient, unproductive brain fog cycle. Um, And for my personality, speaking of the Enneagram, I'm a three, uh, which means I like to perform, I like to achieve. Uh, I have a two wing, so I'm wired to help as well. And booze was just getting in my way. It was more frustrating feeling like I was behind when it was 
uh, coming to work or family, house chores, relationships. It was just more annoying than anything. For me, a hangover was annoying. I feel like it was just holding me back. Um, and then from a health and wellness perspective, I was wondering what it was doing to my brain. My grandma passed away of dementia. And so if that's going to be running in my family, I really want to take care of that and plan in advance. Um, And coming from the wellness perspective of how we want to look and feel, I was feeling like alcohol was really making me feel puffy. I would wake up after having a glass or two of wine and would just look puffier and bloated. And I just, I don't like that personally. So I started thinking about this back at the end of December. Um, I was in a, I still am in a uh, writing mastermind group called Ship 30. And Dickie Bush, who is one of the founders, um, he actually was an offensive lineman for Princeton and also was a trader for BlackRock. And he's now running Ship 30. Um, He had mentioned that he gave up drinking for all of 2022 and said it was the best year of his life that he was super productive so both like health wealth relationships it was just really an outstanding year for him and that was one of the triggers that made me think man instead of doing a dry January booze free 23 sounds pretty exciting so I committed to it and I haven't looked back I've just so far at this point again it's been a little over six weeks I think that when you commit to something that strongly and make it public and get support, um, you are hundreds of times more likely to follow through. So I wanted to share, I read, uh, one of the books I've read on drinking is called Quit Like a Woman, Quit Like a Woman, The Radical Choice to Not Drink in a Culture Obsessed with Alcohol. It is by Holly Whitaker. Um, I get your hands on this book. I listened to it as well. Um, I believe that Chrissy Teigen, when she gave up booze back in 2021, this was the book that helped her kind of um, make that choice and stick with it as well. So Quit Like a Woman, The Radical Choice to Not Drink in a Culture Obsessed with Alcohol by Holly Whitaker. Um, And pretty early on in the book, she talks about um, there's about 11 hindrances that alcohol has on your body that was like a huge wake-up call for me and right when I read it I was like I really need to share these and maybe two different um two different pieces of content so we're not quickly going over all 11 but instead digging into five at first and then digging into the next six so this episode and again if you want to hop over to wholehearty.com to read the blog post um, or if you want to receive my weekly wellness wednesday email it's called self-health so you think of self-help but this is self-health Because again, wellness needs to be personalized. I have coached dozens and dozens of men and women. And again, people come at health and wellness in different ways. And different foods and environments impact them in different ways. Um, So self-help, self So self-health is the name of the newsletter, and you can sign up for that at 
wholehearty.com slash newsletter. And I send uh, an email every Wednesday. All right. So here we go. Five reasons why I'm pressing pause on alcohol this year. My, my booze free 23, I'm calling it. And why you might want to consider a hangover hiatus as well. All right, number one, alcohol is linked to seven different cancers. Now, I was originally thinking that this was only for alcoholics, right? Only alcoholics can get liver cancer, um, but that is not the case. Even light to moderate use uh, can really wreak havoc on anywhere that alcohol touches your body. So in this book, I learned that alcohol is a carcinogenic, meaning it causes cancer. We're talking breast cancer, mouth and throat cancer, esophageal cancer, voice box, liver, colon, and rectum. So even though I kicked this off with alcohol destroying your work productivity, cancer destroys your life. And it destroys the lives of others as well. So so keep that in mind. There is new research that has come out that once I get my hands on a study that I can share with y'all, uh, that's something that we're, we're going to want to dig into as well. Because just knowing that light to moderate use of alcohol can cause cancer is, is pretty terrifying. Number two, alcohol affects your entire brain. So sometimes you'll hear that certain foods or drugs or substances impact certain parts of the brain, but renowned behavioral neuroscientist and recovering addict Judith Grissel, in her book, it's called Never Enough, The Neuroscience and Experience of Addiction. She says that alcohol is a neurological sledgehammer, and that's not just for addicts and alcoholics. Uh, She explains that alcohol impacts not just one part of the brain, but all of it. So listen to this, memory, motor function... motor function, inhibition, personality, emotional volatility. So again, this is your entire life. But if we're thinking about just work productivity specifically, that's not great for a big promotion that you're going after or a new client that you're after. So you only got one brain. And it's really the driver of everything you think, say, do, feel, and experience. So if you only have one brain, let's keep her clean, right? Um, so that was another eye opener as well. And and again, in this book, these 11 things, I reorganized them into my own priorities uh, for what I want you guys to know and understand. So number three, alcohol increases anxiety. I've talk, talked to so many friends and clients and coworkers who talk about the anxiety that they have. Even kids are going to therapists these days for anxiety. So So listen to this. Booze is primarily a depressant, okay? So that's why when we choose to drink, we're like, oh, I just want to calm down, you know? I'm stressed. I'm anxious. I need to calm my nerves. Or I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I want to calm down, have a glass of wine. But that is an unnatural addition, right? Our Our body is always trying to stay balanced. So when you take in alcohol, which is considered a poison and a toxin, then your body's like, all right, let's get to work to like do the opposite of what this substance is trying to do. So your body is like, what is this thing? Let's try to figure out what this alien is. So your body releases cortisol and adrenaline, and those two hormones fuel anxiety. So in the end, booze actually causes anxiety. It doesn't manage it. And then when again, we're talking about work, stress makes you function out of fear. So you're not going to be making ideal choices when you're all caught up in anxiety that was really actually caused by booze. 
Number four, alcohol disrupts your sleep. Now, you probably already know this. You probably have seen that when you have a couple drinks or even one drink, you don't sleep as well. I know Andy, my husband, is always like, oh, man, that one beer made me just, you know, sleep like garbage. So this is something to consider as well because – and now we know a little bit why when I was reading here that um, alcohol prevents you from getting the average of seven REM stages uh, during a sleep cycle and we know that REM the REM stages of sleep are when you are in the deepest of deep sleeps in a sleep cycle you currently have seven of those but when you drink you have two instead and deprivation of REM REM leads to here we go an increase in anxiety depressive states irritability appetite and memory loss. And I can tell you that not only do I feel these when I'm hungover, but yes, when I am tired, holy smokes, I am a different person. I'm definitely more irritable. I definitely am hungrier and I'm hungrier for junkier foods. My brain fog, I like can't complete sentences. It is just a mess when I'm tired. So like top that off with alcohol being the cause of being tired, like that is why I'm not drinking this year. So, and you know, you're going to be on this journey with me. We'll see where this takes me into the years ahead. But yes, if you connect this to work specifically, that's not optimal for creativity, problem solving, or relationship building. All right, and then getting to number five, alcohol causes premature aging. So it reduces collagen and elasticity in your skin. And it also depletes the minerals, nutrients, and antioxidants that counter free radical damage. Um, So it gets rid of all of these nutrients that support the regeneration of new cells. So your body, again, is always trying to get you into homeostasis. It's trying to do the best it can for you to do what it was designed to do but when you throw poison and toxins at it then you're damaging all of the goodness that is inside your body naturally that is trying to keep you young healthy and energetic so I know we've been connecting each of these to your work productivity but even beyond work don't you want to enjoy a youthful retirement So this is just another way to consider how alcohol can be holding you back from not only living your best life today, but also living your best life in the future. So let's look out for future you. Um, If you want to go back on wholehearty.com, I have a blog post um, from about a year ago about how um, booze affects your body and brain. And we we get into more of skin um, and, and your innards. But these top five I see as even more powerful on my journey and exploration on how alcohol is affecting my body. There's a lot of negativity here and I'm going to raise my hand and say again I've been drinking for 25 years guys so I'm not coming out here and preaching for y'all to give up booze. It's really more just reconsidering why how and when you drink right? So like, why are you drinking? How are you feeling when you're drinking? How are you using alcohol? When are you drinking, right? Are you trying to escape a feeling, escape a feeling of anxiety or anger or frustration? Or if you're not thinking, if you're in an okay mood and you're not escaping that, are you trying to shift into a better mood, right? Are you at a party and you're like, man, I just, I wish I was a little bit more talkative. I wish I was a little bit more fun. So I'm going to drink more. You know what I mean? It might not be that you're a 
avoiding or numbing a feeling, but it might be because you want to feel or behave in a different way. Is it more of a solo habit? You know, do you really like a glass of wine or a drink after work or before you go to bed? Or are you drinking because it's just a social norm? Like you've, it's, it's, you're a product of your environment, whether it was uh, starting in high school, college, or in your 20s, or even in your world right now with work or, or with moms and dads. So you really have to think about where that is coming from as well. So I'm just going to leave you with this, that if health and wealth are priorities, for you booze shouldn't be it's time to really rethink how when and why you drink Um, feel free to reach out to me you can email me directly i am hello at wholehearty.com you can contact me through my website dm me wholehearty through all the socials if you want to talk about this i posted about it on linkedin this morning and got some feedback from folks messaging me directly saying hey like i really really resonated with that i have been thinking about how I've been drinking, but I just honestly don't think I could ever give it up. What are you doing? How are you doing it? Um, So if you want to dig into that, I am just a chat away. So stay tuned for six more reasons on why you might want to reconsider raising the glass as well. But again, if you want these, this weekly wellness wisdom from the self-health newsletter you can sign up for that at wholehearty.com slash newsletter and get that sent to you every Wednesday Um, I like Wednesdays a because weekly wellness Wednesday you'll always remember that I'm coming at you on a Wednesday but b by Wednesday afternoon that's where folks start to kind of lose that motivation and decide you know what this is too hard for me whatever wellness plan you decided to try that week that month that season um, hump day is a time that by Wednesday afternoon noon Thursday morning you're kind of ready to just throw in the towel and that's where I want to come in and save the day and just help you get back on that horse because wellness is about your life don't think about it as diet culture don't think about it as oh just another trend Gen Z's coming in here getting sober think about it as your life How do you want to live your life today and how do you want to live in the future? I'll leave you actually with one last final point. I was coaching a client a few years ago in her 60s and when we were talking about her vision of health, she said her mom at 90, she had to really help her mom a lot and her mom was not independent and she had to support her in a lot of different ways and her inspiration is at 90, she wants to be independent. She wants her kids to enjoy her at 90 and not have to be caregivers for her. She wants to be energetic, moving, you know, doing all of the activities, playing all the card games, having a social life. She wants to be an independent 93-year-old. And so think about 93-year-old you today and is how you're consuming alcohol today going to support 93-year-old you in the future. All right, love y'all, and I will check y'all in next week's episode of the Inside Out Wellness Podcast.